Hello, and welcome to the BG Podcast, episode 214. Today, we're wrapping up the week of August 28th, 2023. I'm Hannah Garcia, and joining me is Bingham Group CEO, AJ Bingham. Hello, Hannah. How are you doing? Welcome back to the show. Always good to be back. Yeah, yeah. And today, we're reviewing what kind of happened this week in the city of Austin, and one of the highlights is HB 2127, also known as the Death Star Bill, was ruled unconstitutional this week. I know. That is... That was a uh, big news. We had several cities in Texas that were. What's the, well, let's backtrack. What is the, the Death Star Bill? We're gonna do it. So essentially, it blocks cities from making policies um, that the state has already legislated on. So one of those was the um, water break policy that um, a lot of cities, more progressive cities, um, as some would say, for example, San Antonio, Austin, Houston, El Paso. Um, all the major metros. Yeah, in Texas. all the major metros essentially. <laughs> Um, a lot of them had passed bills related to, or bills, pro- more progressive policies related to water breaks for construction workers. And that was one of the um, policies that was going to be um, essentially taken down with this new bill. And that was one of the things that you might have seen um, Congressman Greg Kassar. Um, Austin Congressman, former yeah, council member. Yes, among others, protesting at Capitol Hill and in their district. Mm-hmm. This past month. Yeah, this was, um, you know, it's a state preemption bill. As uh, you know, as you and I know, Texas is a home rule state, and so cities have all the rights that aren't nece- that aren't that aren't provided for to the state in our constitution. Uh, so this was seen as overreach by several cities, including and several cities uh, sued the state on this, including Houston, San Antonio, I believe, and as El Paso as well. El Paso, yes. And then Austin and Dallas are, uh, I think, definitely of concern with it, but we're not part of that suit, and so. Now, yeah, it's going. the um, The state has sent, or the state has since appealed that to the Texas Supreme Court. I don't know if the date's been set as of our recording on this, but I'm sure that will be a timely, um, you know, that that'll have that'll be scheduled in a timely manner. And you know, I mean, again, so the law takes effect today. And actually, yeah. there are several, there are well, hundreds of bills, like 700 or so bills, um, from our our most recent legislative session that took effect today. We're recording this on Friday, September first. Yeah, and um, I think an important thing to note about this is that the judge's declaration doesn't stop the bill from taking effect. It's just kind of like a judgment saying that they don't believe this is constitutional. And so um, all of this bill will go into effect and all of the city's policies that the state has already legislated on will be null. Um, However, if cities choose to ignore it or sue, which they are, they'll have a little bit more teeth behind and a little bit more of a case to make as they approach this. I should say, too, none of this should be construed as legal analysis. I went to law school, but I'm not a lawyer in any kind of way and don't want to be one. And this is this is just our observation as lobbyists in no way or form. I should be taken as uh, professional advice uh, for any purposes other than what we're saying on the show. Yeah, what he said. Um, I think I covered that. I'll talk to, I'll talk to legal about that later or something. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's um, it was, you know, definitely uh, – I think a lot of every city and this every ma- all the major metros are watching this. Um, you know, they want to keep control. They want to keep their arguments, I'm sure, around maintain that local control. The argument being made by the state when this is going through during the last legislative session were around the from the business angle of having more regulatory certainty across the state, right? So you can come into Texas, you can operate in Houston or Dallas or what have you in the same manner uh, with one you know, with just a set pattern of laws, uh, how you operate. So we'll see how this uh, plays out. I'm sure it'll get handled before 
the court you think before the quarter's out or before the year's out for sure? I don't know because the Supreme Court's a little bit busy with um, our Attorney General. It's very true, but this yeah, it's very true. It's very true. So um, though that would I mean that case is more that's the Senate though. Yeah, but they're they're involved. They are involved. It's very true, um, and, and and that starts this this next week, I believe. If you want to get tickets on the fourth, I believe so. The Tuesday or what? I believe so. I, I I'll have to check that date. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But um, bright and early, I believe it's seven a.m. Got it. You can show up to the Capitol and, and attempt to get tickets. It's first come, first serve to see um, what this is like. Our first impeachment trial in how long? A little over. I mean, probably under a century, but yeah. You know, 80 years. No, but actually, probably a century. Yeah, 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 probably a century, so. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I mean. History's being made one yeah, way or the other. On drama and scandal aside, mm-hmm. it's history, and we can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, our offices are next to the Capitol, so we might just uh, at least walk over and see how the lines are going. I don't know if we'll be actually be in the gallery, because, uh, I, I mean, and I'm making an assumption there won't be any, uh, any you know, videos or phones on or allowed in, in that gallery. But it'll be, it's going to be a very interesting trial there are a lot of different angles on this we've been posting stories um in the bg reads this week and several weeks about this a lot of different angles here and a lot to unwrap i think that might deserve that probably deserves its own show uh in the coming weeks or so once the trial gets underway next week i think but yeah, there and there's a local component too with a developer in town that was tied to this and um you know i can name his name but it's it's well publicized and It'll be interesting. Right? There are a lot of angles here. Yeah, no, I'm, as you know, someone who's very interested in Texas history and is, is just, you know, always been in and around the Capitol, I'm, I'm just very interested to see how this plays out because yeah. it's it's not something that's happened before in my lifetime or, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people's lifetimes. Um, and so I'm trying not to think of how, um, I guess, bad it is for Texas, just mm-hmm. kind of the uncertainty about our attorney general right now. Well, it's a process yeah. thing, right? I think it's more that, you know, we have a process in place for these and, like, that process is playing out and, you know, that, you know, the system is, is moving as it should. I think the, the interesting thing to me, the, the ripples of this, I think, well, however that ruling the senators and that's the jury pool vote on this is going to have ripples either way as we approach, definitely as we approach next year, uh, primaries and particularly, right, this is a, this is a, a Republican, you know, and this is in, in the house, the Republican, kind of family thing, right? And, and there, there's there's going to be ripples either way on this, right? However this shakes out, that that definitely will impact in some way or form our next session in 2025. Yeah, it was reported on that um, the, the Attorney General himself called some um, Republicans on the floor. This is prom- publicized. Yeah, yeah, promising that... Um, uh, they would definitely feel it next election cycle if they did vote to impeach him. And I mean, we have pre- our former President Trump interceding on AG's behalf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, this, there's been highly publicized, uh, just a lot of the back channels on this have come out, come to light. I think Dallas, the Dallas Morning News has done some good, done some good reporting on this, um, as well as other Texas state news sources. But it's going to be, and it's, 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 it's riveting stuff, right? I think we're like, we're both policy I don't say nerds, but this is our, you know, it's interesting stuff for us. But yeah. this is something that, you know, I've, I've talked to my parents about and just people who aren't necessarily versed in politics in the day-to-day. And it is just a very, I would say, interesting, yeah, well, I mean, sexy, sexy story. There's a lot of a lot of things here that you put this all together in a movie, right? Yeah, the, what is alleged that happened is extremely interesting. You know, I, I talk to people. Some of it's known. I don't think it's alleged. It's like, it's more, it, 
I think the fact of it it happened, but the voters decided that it was an issue anyway. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's 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 crazy. It's interesting. Uh, I think you know we'll get a biopic one day about Mr. Paxton, and it will make millions of dollars. Yeah, though, millions. <laughs> pos- yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be interesting. So either way, we'll this will get the the impeachment trial will be underway next week. We'll be watching that. I'm sure other other Texas politicos will as well, and we'll def- we definitely have more to say about this as it. Um, unravels or not unravels as it proceeds yes yes <laughs> three some words and additionally yesterday back in austin at city hall we came back for our first city council meeting since the budget cycle um so where's the year going hannah i have no idea this has been it just feels like a whirlwind i i, I know i've said this before but it feels like yesterday we were at inauguration yeah and you're coming up on a year of being group i don't know yeah, that time's true. gone october october yeah mm-hmm. a month a month out yeah. That's probably worth his own show, but how do you feel about the, the last 11 months? I, it's oh, like, I'm laughing. Like, it's, <laughs> it's definitely been a whirlwind, but it's been like a lot of fun. You know, I, I, I get to come here, and it, it doesn't feel like a job necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just get to do what I like to do, and that's be nerdy about city policy and the state of Texas. So I'm recording that for future conversations. She said <laughs> in the record, there's, we're recording this in person, so that just, those are her words. Yeah, you didn't have to force me to do this. No, no. So happy to be here. So happy to be here. <laughs> but yeah, we had our, our uh, first city council meeting back. They had a pretty hefty agenda. Um, but um, well, as usual, I mean, they ended. I mean, again, the latest meeting we've had so far in this current council, which came up, which was inaugurated in January sixth this year, yeah, um, was their post uh, the, the first meeting they had post uh, summer recess, uh, like one hundred eighty five hundred ninety eight items on the butt on that uh, agenda. They finished, I think, at 7.30 or so, yeah. right? So they've been rocking and rolling, having substantive debate, and still wrapping these meetings up in time. I want to add, too, we're, we didn't cover it, we're going to cover it too, too much in this week's show, but an item, another item um, in the courts on the local front was around a, a suit around several, a, a suit being filed by, some, by several Austinites towards, at the city around some land use policies that uh, were passed since last year, including a, a major, well, Last several years, one, a major one being affordability un- unlocked. Yeah, and VMU two, um, the long version of that is vertical mixed use, mm-hmm. um, and so these are all things that are going to increase density and hopefully theoretically increase the amount of affordable housing in our city. And so, um, you know, the same group that sued the against the land development code back in twenty twenty and has sued, I believe, once or twice more um, this, against the city's um, housing policies. Um, suit again, and so that was at the courts. And one of the things we actually saw this week was um, Councilmember Vela and Councilmember Zoe Caudry at a uh, pro-housing rally against the lawsuit mm-hmm. um, this week, and so it was good to see them out there. Yeah, I think, uh, so with that, though, the court, the case was, it was supposed to be heard, I think, on, on, this, on Tuesday, and it's been, uh, I won't say continued, but it's, it's they delayed the hearing. Yeah, they delayed it. And so that would be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, also, we, ha- we reported last week that the that the Austin Police Chief was announced retirement. I think it takes effect today. Yes. And actually, yeah, because the, ne- the our new police interim police chief was sworn in yesterday, and so um, you know, congrats to her. And yeah, uh, it's Chief Robin Henderson. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Yesterday, she got a a big standing ovation from the dais as well as everyone in the council chambers. So we're all very excited, and I think she has a lot of support from the dais as she leads um, APD during. I think a time of a lot of uncertainty and turnover, but um, you know she's 
been with the department for a while, so I believe that they'll be in great hands. Yeah, I mean, as reported anyway, it seems that she, uh, that you know, the police rank and, fi- rank and file, uh, had, you know, are supportive of her. Uh, I know some folks in the outside might like that, but well, you know, we wish her the, the best. I think I believe she is the first African American police chief Austin's had, um, interim or otherwise, if not African American, if not African American female. But I think I believe that's right. Well, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I know she's not the first female. We had a, a female chief um, a couple years back, but um, uh, she may be. Mm-hmm. Very good. We'll, we'll verify that if and then if we need to correct it, we will in future episodes. Uh, with that, um, look forward to the long weekend. We'll have in the show notes, show notes as well items for next week for our hearings uh, that have been posted so far. Uh, the city posts usually posts hearings on Fridays for the following week up until about 6 o'clock, so we'll be watching for that and providing agenda links. And then as well, uh, well anything else to add? Yeah, just um, we don't have another city council meeting until September 14th, and I think a lot of our listeners will be very interested to know that the Housing and Planning Committee will be meeting um, on September 6th, and they're going to be taking up some items um, related to just housing affordability, including um, reviewing the housing department's review of the density bonus program, um, discussion, and kind of... Um, uh, possible action regarding the status of land development code amendments. I know we've had kind of a backlog of a lot of great amendments. Um, and finally, they're going to discuss the residential and commercial incentive program, which allows you to build um, housing for like residential purposes in commercially zoned districts. And so those are all really good things that could potentially result in affordable housing here in the city of Austin. Speaking of, speaking of that committee, where are we at with the, the uh, citywide reduction of parking? Um, that's coming back in November. Okay, wow, yeah. They did it. Yeah. I'm very excited to see that. This is the ordinance. Yes. All right. Which I know, I think they, like, originally had it, like, coming back in, like, a year. Yeah, and, you know, they, the, and this is, a, it's just, they're, they're, this council has produced a, I think it's a slew of, or for me, what better words, prodigious amount of substantive land development code uh, resolutions last six, you last 11 months, or sorry, 11 months last uh, eight months or so. And with that, you know, there's still, there's challenges in the staff side because there's you know, just there's only so much staff and so much time to do these things. And these resolutions sometimes aren't as easy as we want, we, we wish they would be, yeah. respectfully, it, staff on that, we get that. For example, parking, they, you know, it wasn't just like a delete one line. This oh, is I like, wish it was that easy sometimes, this right? Is, you know, go through several chapters of the code, you know, several zoning, um, several zoning and, um, uh, you know, deleting like very intricate parts of the code to make this, you know, have no parking minimum. Mm-hmm. So, you know, big kudos to staff for making this happen. I know they're, um, additionally, they're going through a lot of um, changes right now with the, the review of development services from McKinsey as well as... Um, oh, that layered on top of this too. Yes. Yeah, they've helped. also, you know, publicly stated they've had staffing issues and they're, they're, they're working to get this done as fast as they can. Uh, they're having a lot of issues with retention and institutional knowledge. So the fact that they're able to pull this off, you know, I hope city council pays for a big party for them mm-hmm. and they get the nicest food possible at the end of this. If we could, we would. But yes. you, have our, you have our admiration and respect. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a great and safe Labor Day weekend. Yeah, and um, another thing, UT is back tomorrow. Back in who, DKR, who are you playing? Rice. Rice. Um, the the hated rice. owls, right? Yes. Owls. Yeah, so um, um, hook them. And, and if you're a Rice fan, also go owls. Go but, owls, yeah. I'm not, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all take care. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the BG Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your colleagues. 
The BG Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. The BG Podcast is a product of the Bingham Group LLC, an Austin-based lobbying firm serving businesses, nonprofits, and trade associations at the municipal and state level. You can learn more about the Bingham Group at www.binghamgp.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M-G-P.com. And for the latest firm news and content updates, follow us on LinkedIn. We'll have a link in the show notes. Thank you.